Greetings and welcome to Converging Streams, Interfaith Fellowship in Our Modern World. Our program is a production of the Muncie Interfaith Fellowship and the Unitarian Universalist Church of Muncie. Today's topic is Ancient Roots of the Christian Communion Ritual. Please welcome Reverend George Wolfe. Hello, and welcome to Converging Streams. Today we are going to learn how the Christian Communion Service, instituted by Jesus, actually has its roots in a tradition that dates back as much as 2,000 years before Jesus lived. One of the great mysteries in ancient sacred literature is the Vedic Soma sacrifice. Numerous hymns or poems are devoted to Soma in the Rig Veda, a text sacred to Hindus and believed to have its origins in Indo-European oral tradition dating back about 4,000 years. It is the Rig Veda that speaks of poetry as emanating from Soma, a mystical plant stolen from the gods and brought to earth from heaven by the sunbird or the phoenix. Soma is said to inspire sages, bestowing on them that contemplative state that accompanies spiritual vision. It is this vision that has been expressed through the poets and prophets who have served through the ages as guiding lights to spiritual seekers in the great world religious traditions. In the ceremonial rite described in the Rig Veda, the Soma plant is said to grow near mountaintops. It is gathered and sacrificed using stones which are used to press or squeeze the golden juice out of its stalks. The juice is then filtered, mixed with water, and drunk to achieve a state of transcendent unity with a deity. While in many Vedic hymns, Soma is referred to as a sacred mythological plant, numerous other images are associated with Soma, images that are also found in Jewish scripture, particularly in the book of Exodus. The Rig Veda likens Soma to the, quote, pillar of the sky, close quote. Exodus 13, refers to the pillar of smoke and fire in the sky that led the Israelites out of Egypt. Soma is equated with milk and honey, symbols in the Rig Veda for fertility and wealth. And in Exodus chapter 3, verse 8, chapter 13, verse 5, and chapter 33, verse 3, Milk and honey are used to describe the promised land, which is said to be a land flowing with milk and honey. The Vedic hymns also associate Soma with the eagle. The same image is also found in Exodus chapter 19, verse 4, where God says, How I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. The sunbird, or phoenix, which in the Vedic hymns is symbolized by the eagle, is said to bring Soma as the fiery juice of immortality to earth from the heavens on the wings of the phoenix. The phoenix image is also used to describe the Messiah in the Hebrew book of Malachi, where it says, The Son of Righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. Malachi chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Soma is further associated with the whirlwind and with the sage who heals, Images used to describe the Hebrew prophet Elijah, 
who healed the sick and was caught up in a whirlwind and taken up into heaven in a chariot of fire. As that story is told in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 11. In addition, Soma is said to be that inner source of poetry and scripture that inspires the seers and prophets. We are now going to listen to a composition by Jody Nagel. It's a composition entitled Hymns to Soma, the second movement of which speaks of Soma as a sage. I will now read the verses from the Rig Veda that deal with Soma as the sage. This restless Soma, you try to grab him, but he breaks away and overpowers everything. He is a sage and a seer inspired by poetry. He covers the naked and heals all who are sick. The blind man sees, the lame man steps forth. Let those who seek find what they seek. Let them receive the treasure given by the generous and stop those possessed by greed. Let him find what was lost before. Let him push forward the man of truth. Let him stretch out the lifespan that has not yet crossed its span. Be merciful to us, Soma. Be good to our hearts without confusing our powers in your whirlwind. That's from the Rig Veda, verses which equate Soma with the sage. Now we're going to listen to the second movement of Jody Nagel's composition, Hymns to Soma, which provides a musical setting for the verses I just read from the Rig Veda.
We've just been listening to the second movement of Jody Nagel's Hymns to Soma for chorus, alto saxophone, and electronic sounds. While some researchers have become convinced that Soma was an actual biological plant, a more thorough reading of the Vedic hymns and the many images surrounding the concept demonstrate that Soma is not a literal substance, but a mythological idea, a metaphor for experiences associated with the internalization of mystical teachings resulting from spiritual enlightenment. In this case, the sacred drink represents that teaching which has become part of one's being, absorbed like food into a person's system so that one can spontaneously live and express the teaching in daily life. The law becomes written on one's heart, as it says in the Hebrew book of Jeremiah. Soma may also have been the ancient way of poetically describing the experience of bliss during meditation. It is this mystical experience that is the source of the wisdom that has guided humanity for ages. According to Hindu tradition, the powerful, inspirational, and prophetic influence of Soma prompted the creator deity, which in Hinduism is known as Brahma, to banish Soma to the outer regions of the universe, thereby allowing only the gods to have access to it. As a result, humans could only acquire Soma through the sunbird or phoenix, which flies to earth from heaven, dies, resurrects from its ashes, then ascends back to heaven, leaving the Soma behind. Thus, in Orthodox Hinduism, the Soma sacrifice is believed to have been lost and is therefore no longer practiced. The concept of Soma, however, has been kept alive in two other religious groups, these being Zoroastrians, who include in their devotions the drink of immortality, and Christians, who observe the rite of communion. Early Christian writers transformed the ancient Soma sacrifice using a clever play on words that bridged the languages of Sanskrit and Greek. Greek, of course, is the language of the Christian New Testament. And the word soma in Greek means body. Thus, the soma sacrifice, while in Vedic Sanskrit refers to the sacrifice of a plant for its juice, in Christianity becomes the sacrifice of the body, or soma, of Christ, whose life, death, resurrection, and ascension reflects the life of the mythological sunbird. Moreover, juice is pressed from a plant and its fruits, is mixed with water, which the priest adds to the drink, which is wine, symbolizes the water, in addition to blood, that flowed from the side of the crucified Christ. Thus, the ancient Soma sacrifice, which Hindus believed was lost ages ago, was revived and given new meaning by early Christian writers. And, somewhat ironically, and to the surprise, I'm sure, of many Christians, is currently being practiced on a weekly basis as the Christian communion service in many churches around the world. I'd like to conclude today's lesson with an interfaith psalm that I wrote while I was on a retreat in Michigan. This interfaith psalm refers to the concept of Soma, likens it to a fountain of light that floods the mind, which is a metaphor for that light that floods the mind when one experiences transcendence during meditation. The psalm also refers to the connection between Soma and poetry. Rhyme sweeps away time, scattering darkness as the poet blesses language with the sacred breath. The fountain of Soma light 
ascends to flood the mind, a naked brightness, untamed. Leave behind sight and sound. Wrap your words in sandalwood, carved into the silence, where wisdom speaks unchallenged, stirring the slumber of sages. for listening to Converging Streams, Interfaith Fellowship in Our Modern World. Our program is a production of the Muncie Interfaith Fellowship with content and financial support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Muncie and technical support from radio stations WCRD and Work FM. Most importantly, we thank you, our listeners and followers, for your support. To connect with Converging Streams, including listening to our entire catalog of past programs, getting our latest new content, and making your own contribution to this program, visit our website, convergingstreams.org. Converging Streams is produced by Tony Piazza, George Wolf, and Thomas Perchlick. Thank you for listening and have a pleasant week.